freaking auto! This, this is Brock and Salt. Brock Heward and Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about just Mike. Getting, Mike. On Seattle Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines studio. Heward, not exactly Joe Cap there in the pocket. Now here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul. <laughs> All right, final hour of our morning here on Brock and Salt, Seattle Sports on 710, seattlesports.com. It's already been a pretty good one, I'm not going to lie. Julio Rodriguez stopping by early, Jerry DePoto with a good conversation later, and then ultimately a few minutes ago, just a, a Rob Friedman, pitching ninja, stopping by as he is in town. Tomorrow, Dominic Canzone will be on the show. We taped that already. And then uh, I think Ty France is really the one other guy that we're hoping to talk to before, uh, before we head out of here. So it has been a very full week week and we will go through some of our favorite cuts tomorrow from all the guys from cal who was really really a great interview from logan who i just absolutely love talking to and i know you do as well brock from dominic canzone from uh scott service from jerry depoto from who else did we talk to i mean it, it almost is exhausting from mitch garver mm-hmm. to luke Rayley. i mean it's just mitch haniger mitch haniger who mm. was awesome uh, one of the first i think the first person we boy talked howdy to. well let's not get carried away <laughs> or, uh, as, as to animal control it, like it's been a it's been a very interesting good week julio's a highlight because yeah. he's julio because there aren't many on the planet with his level of talent, who've put it together in as short a time as he has and has already delivered superstar-level performance. Yeah, and to be uh, at that level and at his age and uh, from his culture and connect and be as transparent as he is is remarkable. You know, you, you mentioned many times that, that Kevin Mather, <laughs> you know, very regrettable day for him and the organization and everything else. The fact that Julio, yeah, you lose Gino, and we heard that this morning, and the folks in Arizona are already loving him, and the clubhouse and his teammates and the skip and all of that, and he will be missed because he was a bridge builder. Mm-hmm. But Gino doesn't have Julio's talent. Nobody does. <laughs> very, no one in this organization. That guy down in Atlanta is pretty All right, close. I, very few people. Yeah, very, very and few. And nobody else here. Yep, nobody else here, and, and not more than a dozen in all of baseball have as unique uh, of just a, a skill set and a talent and God-given gifts at 6'3 and 225 and runs and hit, you know. But very you know, few have You that. know what jumped out, though? It's funny you say God-given gifts. Obviously, he has those. I, I don't mean to take away from that. But how many times today was he pretty clear of, hey, it's about the work? Hey, when the ball looked really, really big and you were hit, well, it's because of the work. I didn't just yeah. wake up that day. The things I worked on started to pay off, and then I felt that way for a while. He seems yeah. re- very clear and very convicted about how it is he gets to where he is. And so all of that stuff about time management and you know what it's like to, to try to deal with all of the requests – it all comes fame, back to needing to the do the attention. work to yes. do what he wants to do out on the field. Yes. You know, and uh, I really respect that. And I would lot. say, having been around it, I didn't cover the team, but some of the people certainly here have. And, you know, Ken Griffey had a hard time with it. The kid had a hard time with that, you know, and, and it just kind of closed off, you know, had his own kind of spot and like, don't, you know, there's just kind of, and that's how he had to do it. And it's, and he was gigantic of a star, right? And is um, as talented, if not more than Julio and all of that. And he had been around the block with his dad and he had seen all of it. And I'm sure he had heard horrible stories, you know, of, of handling that fame, handling all that attention. 
And uh, Julio, it will be fun over the next sulk two to three to four years to watch him continue to evolve yeah. and mature and have this childlike, kid-like joy and connection with the fans while also handling all that comes with the stardom and It's fame. hard to do, and he does seem like he's walking that fine line very yeah. well. We asked him what he learned last year. Here was his answer. I mean, I just I would say a lot. I wouldn't go like a lot into detail. But obviously, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happened. Like I said the other day, like a lot of people might not see, but obviously, I'm the one like kind of like experience it all. And I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I learned a lot, even though like I was able to put up decent season. Even though like I was going through a lot of things, it just it was it was good. It was a good learning experience for me. And like I said too, it just it's gonna it's gonna serve me well for for the rest of my career. And like just to be able to like know how to prepare. Know how to do like a lot of the things that maybe like held me down a little bit last year. That I feel like that's that's what's gonna like be able to separate me along the road. Back to preparation, right? Okay. Well, help me answer two things. When he said I'm not gonna go there, where do you think that there is? I don't know. I don't know that it, I want to speculate. Is that next know. level stats? Is that next level metrics? I kind of read some of that I, there. I, I, what I got out of it was I don't want to give away secrets that could Correct. hurt me. Correct. So I don't want to tell you some of the yes. pitches I struggled on yep. or any of that. That's right. Because I don't want to. Yeah. Of course. That felt gonna, that felt a lot like baseball right that. there. That yeah. first part felt a lot like I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to tell you where I had some I holes in my swing. My yeah. I'm not going to tell you. But I also thought it was I also don't want to go there with all of the outside influences because I don't want to insult anybody That's who's right. trying to trying to be around me. That's right. And that was the second part. There were a lot of things. And you look back at last year, there were a lot of things. You look back at this camp, Salk, last year, and, you know, his level of stardom mm-hmm. in it. You go around and, and you look at all the advertising and all the marketing and all that stuff. And then the All-Star game. There were a lot of things. And if he could do that at 20 years old, oh, you just wait till 21. I mean, just, just a lot of the wait. Just a lot of that wait. And I'm not really feeling that here. And I know we're really early, and I know he's been behind the scenes, and as he said, he didn't have his bats, and the knobs kind of maybe played a role in messing up his hand just a little bit, but it is fine, and he'll be in the lineup tomorrow, and he's doing work behind the scenes. But I will be kind of curious over the next month as we wrap up into the season. Is MLB Network going to be here? Right. Is all, all of the entities I mean, going to be here? Is yes. all the attention going to be? Yes. Is all the covers? And- all of those things will happen. Maybe not all the covers, but everyone's going to want to see Julio. He, he is the star of the show. And when you, he's the guy we wanted to talk to when we came down here. I'm sure, you know, when, when Wyman and Bob come down here, they're going to want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He'll be number one on their list as well. Uh, if other shows from other stations were to come here, I'm sure they would have wanted to talk to him, even if they didn't get to. Like, I'm, I'm sure that that is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But he, he's, got, he's learning how to deal with it. And yeah. one of the ways that he's able to, to kind of fight through some of those challenges is that he's got a guy who can tell him no. A guy who can speak him straight, and that's his hitting coach. Uh, his name is uh, is uh, I'm blanking on it now. Osvaldo Diaz. Osvaldo Diaz. And we asked him about that, and here's what he had to say about uh, a guy who he has a lot of respect for. He's different, man. He's different. He's just somebody that he will get to the court to you. He will like clean your thoughts out. He will like always like kind of not say the right thing, but even if you don't like it, he will tell it, say it to you. You know, I feel like I don't have people in my corner that will still record things. You know, I feel like I'm well used to it, like kind of growing up that two people tell me things straight up. And I feel like he's somebody that will always be real for you. He will always be in your corner, no matter how up, no matter how down you are. And like he will always go out there and show out, you know, for you. And I show up for you. I feel like that's something that I really appreciate about him. And uh, I will never take it for granted because I feel like you get a lot of people that who try to say a nice thing to you or who say, try to turn, like, make it feel good for you. And, like, for him, 
I look at him with so much respect because he will always just tell me things straight up. The kid had his dad. A-Rod did not. A-Rod did not have that structure. Right? We talk about Russell Wilson. He had Trevor Moad until he didn't. And having that person, that non-yes person, right? I've told the story of Mike Holmgren having Jim Zorn and how critical that was to get them to the Super Bowl, to have an accountability to say, no, no, that's not right. No, you do not carry yourself that way. No, that is not the way we're going to handle the business. No, that is not the right way to say that. To have that, like, sounding board and that accountability, man. Pretty important. And gigantic. Pretty important. Gigantic. Last thing I got to play you from Julio, because this is the one that stands out more than any other, is, you know, sort of kind of joking with him about some of the little, uh, some of the extracurricular stuff we've seen on the field with him the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. where he just finds himself in the, not that he does anything wrong, but he finds himself in the middle of some of these little Mm dust-ups, and nobody wants him to get hurt or anything like that. But he is not backing down from it, and I freaking loved this. Yeah, it's not even that it's good for the game. This is my team. You know, Darn this right. is our teammates. I feel like we we grind together every time. You know, we're here, we're fighting against along along each other. So I feel like whatever needs to be done, I'm, I'm gonna do it. And that's just the type of guy I am. Aside of anything, that I just rep- I'm, I'm with these guys. And whoever's on the other side, they got to be respectful, you know. Like, if you want to beat us, beat us with the game. Don't try to do any funny stuff. Like that slow ride, man. It's all of us, all nine of us on that slow ride across the country, right? <laughs> nice, bro. Yeah, man. That's why you nice. got the tears in your eyes when you got to Muckleteal, baby. What did he say right yeah, after? Ride or die, you're with me on you know, my side. Hey, you want to beat us? Beat us on the field. Don't try any funny stuff or I'm going to come out there and I'm going to let you know. I love it, man. Does anybody else freaking love that? It's like every year Julio drops one of these things on us. Like a couple no. years ago, right, it was I want to win a World Series in Seattle. And this time it was that. And then, hey, it's, is it pretty good being Julio Rodriguez? What? What do you say? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's it's, it's aight. It's aight. It's It's not bad. All right. Uh, It's not bad being Larry Salk, I think. Uh, You know, he's alive post-heart attack, which is great. He's excited about that. Wow. Well, it's true. I mean, he, I, you're right. It's true. But he's got a second lease on life. That's he's funny. On, what? I'm but looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to that. But to, I got to my be dad honest, coming over here. I'm just as much looking forward to the brownies. Oh, you yeah. think Jane break brownies? If I know your mother. Yeah. If she didn't, she's going to be crushed to hear that we were talking about this, and then she didn't bake them. She'll be oh, really hurt. Well, we feelings. got tomorrow. That's coming up in a little over a half hour. Um, let's see. Let's come back with what you need to know. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. I know. I don't even know if there is any. I got heights and weights anymore. from the combine. You oh need to God. know. It's Brock and Salk, and that's next. Need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. Up first. All right, breaking news. Jane Salk, my mom, walking into the facility right now. Brownies in hand. I, I so no don't doubt. worry. Don't worry. Everyone Do you think be... I would have mentioned that if I had any doubt? No. Come on. I mean, you set her up for disaster. But so she I, is. Re- I see things. She's delivering. I, I things. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. how she rolls. Uh, some baseball news. Yesterday, we had an opportunity to go over and watch the game, and it was cool to see the former roommates together. Logan Gilbert on the mound. He was dominant for his two innings. Cal Raleigh giving them all the offense you would need. Stratton deals. Pitch swung on. Sent deep. Right center field. Look it up, Isbell. Let's go on the bird. Cal Raleigh, everybody, with a three-run homer. And the Mariners have a 4 nothing lead here in the third. Big Cal. That was a blast. 
Yeah, it was a big, big, long fly from Cal Raleigh yesterday. He leaned into it. He took it deep to right center. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know if you saw Salk. He overthrew Logan on a throwing the ball back to him in the first. I did see that. <laughs> yes, and then he threw down yes. to to the to the second, second base, base like twenty feet oh, over his air, head. Air, air melt. Yeah, he yeah. was just feeling strong. Uh, he was yesterday. so juiced, so jacked up. He had a great first at bat too. He just missed a double mm-hmm. down the line and. Yeah, those two are fun now. It'll be over over the years, and hopefully Logan's the first one signed. I think he's going to be. That's I think so, guy. too. I really believe that that is a fit. Yep. He wants to be here. They want him here. They're not worried about his about his, his health or anything like that. With his build, I just get the sense he's going to be the Gosh, first one. You know, and baseball is so relational. It is so daily. It's 160 games. You see these guys so often, and you forge such great you know relationship, even through the radio or the television. Yeah, I hope those two never go anywhere. Because yeah. if they're this fun now in their young 20s. When <laughs> they're old Muppets. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they'd be pretty fun. We could have to see. Well, uh, nice to see Josh Rojas uh, hit a double yesterday. And if the third base situation does continue to improve, look, that'll help. That'll honestly ease a lot of the concerns. If not, it was interesting that Jerry DePoto did not exactly poo-poo the idea of Ty France taking some ABs mm-hmm. from over there. Yeah, just... A little bit lighter. I don't think Ty France last year could have even been in the conversation. But, you know, but you know what he shows you? Hey, I'm committed to this, you know, and, and I'm committed to my craft. And then I'm in a real real crossroads here in my career. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. And, oh, by the way, Ty came up playing second mm-hmm. and third and playing those infield spots developmentally. Hoping to hear a little bit more about Matt Brash by tomorrow. There's not a lot of optimism around this building right now. I think everyone is expecting the worst hoping for the best, and we'll get some of that information. And that can be anywhere from missing the start of the season to missing the entire season. That's right. Yeah, I mean, if it's Tommy John, you won't see him until next year. And so, look, we don't know yet. We're going to wait, find out. But uh, Pitching Ninja was here earlier. That might be Matt Brash's biggest fan, so hopefully that's a good sign, a good omen for some (laughs) good news for Brash. Bryce Miller will be on the mound today against the White Sox. Here's the second thing you need to know. NFL Players Association released their second uh, survey uh, in as many years. It's anonymous. They asked the players about the conditions of the teams and the facilities for whom they play. They fell a little bit, the Seahawks did, from 11th to 14th as an overall grade. Major issues, C grades and treatment of families, treatment facilities, training staff, and ownership. They did get one solid A. There Mm. was an A- Mm. in uh, strength coaches. The one A... Pete Carroll, head Peter coach. Carroll. He's not here anymore. Yeah, wherever you are, Pete, I, I hope you get that. Uh, if you're on your, your board up there in the north side of Oahu Island on your paddling around, I hope, yeah, I'm sure that that will get back to you. Honestly. As it should. I don't even say that tongue-in-cheek. Like, that will get back That'll to you. That'll probably mean something to him. Heck yes, it will. And ownership was what? A C-plus or so? C. Yep. And no, those grades were hard, by the way. You kind of hear those first blush, like, what? They got a C? And then you look around the rest of the league, they were still above average, right? They were 14th overall. Yep. And, man, there's a lot of F-minuses. There's a lot of entitled NFL players that think they have it so or, bad. Or there's a lot of cheap owners that don't do the there things is, they're supposed to do. There is some of that. But as we see these Gosh, professional you are such facilities, an ownership guy. I lived a life. Then, but it's not according to, they're not comparing it to you. Lived they're not comparing it to the, the 90s. Life. They're comparing it to the other 31 teams. I'm comparing it to, you got it pretty darn good. Not as good as teams in other places. Pretty good. If you're in Washington and there's sewage bubbling through your locker room, you think you got it good? No, that's If you're in Cincinnati when you got to buy socks, you think you got it good? No. If you're in Arizona and your owners don't give two you-know-whats about your team, you nope. got it good? Nope. Those are the teams that got F-minuses. I don't want to hear it. A lot of C's and D's and F's. 
Here's the third thing you need to know. Speaking of grades, everybody grading the players at the Combine this week. Brock, oh, yes. what are you seeing? I know oh, you've oh, yeah. you got stats. Yeah, what I do you got, some, got oh, for I got to hold on. I'm going to re- put my readers Height on. and wait. Put my readers on. Daniel Jeremiah out there. Uh, there are some uh, some pretty impressive guys here out the gate. What did Tavondre weigh? 366, big 366. boy. 366. Yeah, 366. A name that you have seen to the Seahawks in a bunch of these mocks, and I said it a couple weeks ago or a week ago, I'm like, I don't know. Byron Murphy, Tavondre's buddy. Yeah. His brother in arms down there in size of Texas. A little different. Six foot. 297. Six foot? Six foot. Even? Yes. That's Six kind of, foot. Kind of short for me. 297. That's real short for a defensive tackle. Now, he does have pretty long arms, 77-inch wingspan. Sounds very Puna Ford-like. Yeah, Jared Verse, by the way, 6'3", 255. I'll give you one more name, and we're so early in this. Just like this is early in spring training, this is early in my draft preparation. But did you watch any UCLA this year? Do you see any Latu? Latu, Latu. He actually was a Husky. He medically retired because of a neck injury. Sat out a year, got cleared, has come back and been an absolute Tasmanian devil and an All-American. And two years, not one year, but two years at UCLA. And he was almost 6'5", 260. First round pick, though? Yeah, he'll be a first round pick. I don't know if I'm doing that. A little nervous on the neck? Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like necks. I mean, if you're telling me Michael Penix can't You don't be like goalies, groins. You don't like pitchers, I don't forwards. like anybody who medically retired. And, and you don't like back. football That's players. That's what I'm saying. Necks. I don't want anybody who's had to medically retire and then come back. But he's back. That's everything you need you to know. You should rank that sometime. Huh? You should rank that sometime. Guys who have medically retired and no, come back. No, your favorite. Like, no. like, your, your medical injuries yeah. that you hate the most. Uh, hockey, Joey's like, I don't like wrists. Hockey groins. You know, center fielder's wrists, pitcher's forearms. Defensive pass rushers. I think next. we're at a point now where pitchers' shoulders are actually worse obliques. than their elbows. You don't like obliques. I don't like obliques. Oh, you don't never like obliques. Take forever. They'll take yeah. your whole year. Yeah. Those things will bother you forever. Yeah. Well, then the next thing you know, you're wrist, talking sports hernias. You know I don't like I, anything part of that either. You know what else I'm feeling right now, by the way? Mm. Yeah, because camp's all about feel and vibes. It's about feel, yeah. Golly, Larry's Larry's getting intense over there. He's, My dad. He's wild. He's 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 here early. <laughs> oh, you in the zone. Oh, he's he's yeah. getting himself into this yes. hype up music going on. He's playing the Eagles. I feel like he's just a, to hype himself I feel up. Like he's a starting day pitcher. Yeah. And you don't talk. Don't to talk him. to him ahead of time. Don't talk. Yeah, to you him. might throw him off his game. That's absolutely true. All right. Uh, thank you to Alaska Airlines. I, I don't know how many times we can say this, but I can't say it enough for what they provide. Getting us down here daily, nonstops from Seattle to both Phoenix and Tucson, which is not that far away. If that's easier for you, and then just the opportunity to come down here and be around these guys and be at spring training and feel those vibes that you were talking about brock it is valuable and as a as a fan of baseball there's nothing like this this is absolutely the height for me of baseball phantoms not to say that the playoffs and the world series and all that stuff isn't great i've been to world series Mm -hmm. i've been to playoff games the environment is special and that's what you play for but this is just, it's unique. There's nothing quite like this in all of sports. The opportunity to just be this close to a group of guys that are this relaxed at yep. this time of year. Pretty darn fun. All right, yes, my dad is here. He is going to be ranking coming up in about 20 minutes. we got more to go before we get there. It's Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710, seattlesports.com. You're listening to Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. 
Getting ready to wrap up another beautiful spring training day. We're going to head over to the ballpark today, watch Bryce Miller pitch as well. The good news, uh, we haven't barely mentioned it. Julio is going to play again on Saturday, which is great. His hand, not too bad. As he said, he had some different knobs on different bat, and they kind of bothered his left hand a little bit. And so just took a couple days off, let that calm down, and he'll be back in there. He's been taking some BP mm-hmm. and doing a lot of that stuff. And then uh, on Saturday, we'll get an opportunity to see Julio actually play in a game again this year. So not a not a ton of concern there. We don't want to get anybody too stressed out. Although I think everyone here was looking around going, hey, where the heck is Julio? So it's yeah. really nice to kind of yeah. find out what's going on there. Just a, a little teaser to Buff Dudes report tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I've been sitting on this. Yeah. I mean, we've had a great week. The golfing, I feel like the team bonding, maybe the best in 15 years. Pretty high. I mean, that's no shot at Kyle or anybody else over the years. A little but, bit, yeah. But we've had great team. <laughs> it's a little bit of a shot. In your documentary, in your movie last night, the Thanks, tears, the tears that came from that, it was just special. Better special. than when you and I got sushi that time? Just special stuff. Um, that was just two. This okay. is four. This is four. This is a team. Magnified, yeah. But I've been working on Buff Dudes. Yeah. And... It's gonna be. I'm just gonna tell you. If yeah. you like legs, the, the work if, never stops. Rob. If you're a leg, if you're a leg guy, if you're a leg guy, you're gonna enjoy Buff Dudes tomorrow. That's really? all I'm gonna say. Yeah. If you're a leg guy, if, if you don't skip leg day, if man. you don't skip leg day, yeah, you are gonna enjoy. I Buff really Dudes. hope for the literally tens of you. It's, I really <laughs> hope. I, I am gonna be. There is one person. Yeah. I saw some biceps this week. Yeah. And I'm gonna be very disappointed. Yeah. I'm not into biceps. This, well, I'm gonna be disappointed if this yeah. person doesn't crack Buff Dude report tomorrow. You might be. And so I may have to bring it up because I think you might have missed it. And this is so hard. Yeah. This is the hardest thing for me. Knowing who the players are? No, no, no. Once the football comes out, I just want to go on that field and start that. throwing that football. You absolutely can Like, hey, do man, I, I don't want to hit a golf ball. It hurts my back. Right. And, you know, baseball even hurts my elbow. But I'll go, like Uncle Rico right now, I'll run on that freaking field, and I'll go sling that football around. Yeah, Bryce Miller's throwing it right That's now. What He's he pitching to, later today. what he likes to do. Uh, I don't yeah. blame him. Right. Texas Sorry. quarterback type okay. of guy. All right, well, not only did we talk to Julio today, and if you missed the interview, find it. It's on, It'll be up at salesports.com. It'll be up at Apple and Google and all the podcast spots. We'll be on YouTube it later. It'll be on YouTube. Nice. Justin's getting that sucker up May there already. as well. May already be. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of places that you can go uh, watch and, and listen to Julio. We also talked to Jerry Depoto, and I don't want to be doing that as often this year as we have in the past. It wouldn't surprise me if they pull back a little bit on, on some of Jerry's exposure. But he's such an interesting guy to talk to because he does see the big picture in a way that I think is different from others. And a couple of things jumped out to us. Brock, I know this is the one you were most interested in, and that's about their farm system. Because for all of the talk about the major league team, Jerry often is just as, if not more, interested in what's coming up behind them. What we have happening right now at the low levels of our system is special. Uh, you know, two years ago we had we, we were regarded as one of the, the top farm systems in the league, one or two, based on who was uh, doing the rankings. We have more talent in our system now than we did then. It, it, they're all at A ball, and you know, I think as they start to matriculate through the system, we will rise in, in terms of that recognition. But there is so much young talent, especially some of the bat. Yeah, and this isn't just talk anymore. Like, like to me, this isn't, you know, we, we can we can grapple and we can get mad and we can talk about money and we can talk about these things and some of the ownership stuff. We can do all of that. And there's a time and there's the right place for that. But when it comes to the benefit of the doubt on developing talent, I, I think, uh, not think, I, I'm, I'm going to give him that benefit. Because a couple of years ago when that farm system was really good, who was it? It was Kirby. It was Bryce Miller. It was Wu. It was... Logan to a degree. It was Julio. It was Cal. And guess what? 
those are dudes. Those are dudes. Those are difference it's makers. Good of this team. So th- now this time around, it's going to be a little more positional, right? It's not going to be as many of those arms. Mm. It's going to be the positional guys that he rattled off. It's who we stood 10 feet from and went, geez. That fellow, Celestine does not. That, that, that dude doesn't look yeah. like these other dudes. No, no and it's uh, that Cole Emerson. Emerson, who played and, and yesterday's game, gained 25 pounds 225 of pound, rocked up, fluid athlete that can play baseball. Shortstop. So they're all, it's single A. They're going to be a Modesto. They're going to be an Everett. I was a little curious, and, you know, he's got a lot of names. He's got 200 different players. So just the fact that he didn't mention the name, I'm not going to jump to every conclusion. But just as he mentioned Locklear and Cole Young as being those guys and maybe late in the year, mm-hmm. there wasn't a Harry Ford mention. Um, I just get the sense that that was sort of where he's at. He's more of the double-A yep. level right now. Yep. He's kind of in between those two groups. Yes. I don't know how much I would read into that. I'm but... not reading a ton into it because that dude also is a tremendous athlete, maybe catcher or third base or infield or with Cal being here and such a yep. you know such a backstop and such a rock. You know, Maybe that just complicates it a little bit. But I'm going to give him the benefit, man, the benefit of that doubt that when he says this farm system, you just wait. When everybody gets, you know, their eyes on, it's kind of like these college teams, and you see these high school recruits, and then you go in the spring, you're like, oh, 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 shoot, yeah. oh, that's real, <laughs> or in training camp, like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that that's real. That's not just a four star and a five star. Like those dudes are real. And Cole Young and Locklear, you're gonna get to see them a lot this spring. Won't see at the major league level as much or at all. And, and, and I don't know whether all these guys are gonna be able to come up together at once. By the way. I mean, you, you may not be – even if all of them were to pan out and history says sure. that won't happen. Yep. But even if they were to, I don't know whether Cole Young, Colt Emerson, Ty Pete, and Johnny Formello all come up and play for your big but, league club. But, but they're assets. Yes. Because you but also Luis want to Castillo's pair them. Luis here That's because right. of those assets That's a couple right. years ago. And if you need one more giant to go with yep. some of the guys you've got now, yep. you may have some of, the, some of the horses you need to try to pick that up yep. at the trade deadline, next offseason, wherever that may be. All right. Other thing that, uh, that we got from Jerry, and I just sort of threw this out there. I thought that this was going to get crushed. Seriously. There are times I'll ask questions knowing that there's a decent chance right. that it is just going to well, get Well, it's just crushed. your sacrificial nature. I'm willing to sacrifice myself on the off chance that it doesn't get totally Uh poo-pooed. And uh, I had to ask about Ty France. Not about the weight loss, because that's obvious. You don't even need to ask about it. He looks like a different human being. But when you see him taking some grounders over at third base, and you know that that's a position of some vulnerability for this team, mm-hmm. you got to at least ask. Brock deserves a little credit for being the first Absolutely. one to come over to us and be like, yes. what's, uh, what's going on here? And everyone was like, no, Brock. Those white no. spaces. Yeah, I didn't like, say no. 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 I just you, felt like most people You were, were the one that didn't. I didn't say no. To, but to mo- be fair. There was other people here, though, that were like, Brock, calm yeah. down. Well, it's just yes. practice. If Brock had yeah. said that two years ago, I would have been like, nope, he can stand at third. That's mm-hmm. it. But a slimmer tie France mm-hmm. and the needs that they have and the way this roster's constructed right now, I don't know that it's a good idea. I don't know that he can do it. But I absolutely think it is something that if you have to explore. If you're Jerry DePoto and you are told you don't have any more money, you need to go, you got to figure out third Find base. Away. And, okay, well, I'm going to try it with a platoon. I'm going to try it with a Brian Anderson who's been up before. I'm going to know that I've got options with Dylan Moore and Haggerty, and I'm going to make sure my stud at second, Polanco's capable of playing third. Mm -hmm. And, hey, guys, let's get together. What else can we do? Oh, what if Locklear works out and he's playing first or somebody else and and Luke Rayleigh is hitting and he plays first and Cade Marlowe's hitting and he's in left field. Can Ty France play third base? We asked DePoto. 
I guess there's always a chance, and it's one thing that we've always done, and this developmentally from the minor leagues to the major leagues, we all of our outfielders play all the positions. The infielders move around. You know, We try to give them the various exposures because you never know what's going to happen during the course of a season. And some of the, the, the things that have been impressive in this early going, one is the, the physical condition of Ty France. He's, he's, he looks incredibly athletic right now. And I'm, I mentioned it to him. It, the, he did the work this offseason. And, and Perry Hill's always believed in him as a third baseman. So giving him the opportunity to rotate over there, it just like I talked about with the flexibility with guys like Rojas, Urias, Moore, etc. You know, if Ty France fits into that bucket, all the better for us. Polanco is also a guy who can go play third base. He's got second. He's played a little first. Having that type of versatility really provides depth before you even get to the next layer of, of player. Okay. So I heard 11 big words in there. Big words. And I counted them. 11 of them. Just like one of our board ops loves to and I got 11 of them. When he said Perry Hill has always believed in him as a third baseman, that resonates. It resonates. That guy is the guru of it. And then when Perry Hill saw Ty France walk in here a couple weeks ago, or whenever the first time he laid eyes on him, I bet Perry Hill went, oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Look at you looking all good. Look at your light on your face. Look at your little bounce. And I'm telling you. I know they're amateur eyes, and I, as I kind of use that analogy of American Idol, I don't get the notes. I don't. They all sound good to me. And all these guys, when they take infield, they're all pros. They all. I can't tell. But if you were watching Rojas and Anderson and Ty France, as I did for that, I don't know, thirty ground balls, you're like, okay, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Backhands, charging in the hole, like yeah. You know, he wouldn't have to make every throw at that moment. But does he have the athleticism and the feet and the background? Sure. Yeah. And if you've got to find a way, this is not Ty France is going to be the third baseman text toy. No, quite frankly, this conversation may sound ridiculous in a month and a half, two months, four months. This may go away as a spring training notion thought bubble that just sort of evaporates. But, but if you need to, you know, have a little iteration in your lineup, if you need to have a little flexibility, if you need to handle Polanco, you know, having a sore calf and making sure – and I think that that's probably the biggest picture. Before tomorrow, at some point, when you look at me and go, Brock, I really like this team. Before that happens. I haven't done that once. You have year. not. I know. You I, I still have a lot of questions about this team. You do. Yeah. But before any of that were to happen, the one thing I do feel is there is a lot of depth. There's a lot of depth. It first dip, th- first it dip, thing Jerry said when we asked him about this team? Yes. They have a lot more depth. It, 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 in, in depth at the major league level, depth at some of the minor league level, depth at position. Now, not maybe in the pitching, and that would be my last point with Jerry, and I'm going to say it now, and sometimes you trust my baseball instincts more over 15 years than certainly you did at the beginning when my pigeon English was really bad. I'm just going to put this out here right now, February 29th, leap year. Emerson Hancock's going to play a role this year. Oh, no kidding. Like in the fact that just watching him and and you know he just seeing him and just seeing his presence, he's not like this. Uh, I'm in the background. I don't think he's settling in, going, yeah, you know what? I could just be in the background. I think an Emerson Hancock's a pretty proud dude. I think he works his butt off at every single turn. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of like an edge, like okay. Okay, I know that these guys are all here, and I know they all got the crack before I did. And even though my number is a double A, and we looked at those a bunch last year, we're like right there, if not better. And he had to wait and wait and wait. And then when he did, his doggone lat flared right. up again like it has a few times. Yeah. That dude, he, though, is got, going he's to. He's got something. He, may, he just doesn't seem to have that. 
One thing about him. What's 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 the Yiddish word you're looking for? I know, there's we, no Yiddish word. Come for on, this what, what's one? the Yiddish no. word you're looking for? He doesn't for? seem to have that one thing about him though that that the other five guys do. Well, if he has 98 in him, mm-hmm. as Cal said to us yesterday, if he um, got 90 is one thing. If he got 98 in him, you're going to see a different Emerson Hancock. Yeah, well, I sure hope so. That would wow. be uh, that. Someone's won't, got that notes out here. Yeah, not a surprise. Wait, do you need a wait for the right, win? Put your hel- you have to put here. a you have to put a headset Jeez. on. It doesn't work without a headset. Okay, here, put your Brady, headset on. Let's finish up the day with some ranking. Got a list? Time to put it in order. Fred Dwarmfor's house. Top five. Top five meals that I have ever had. This is Ranked. To be honest, that list was really biased. Every morning at 945 on Brock and Salk. Top ten list. I'm not buying it. Ranked. Well, we are ranking today with a guest ranker, another guest ranker this week. We've had Ryan Divish, who was very grumpy. I mean... Excellent. Excellent, yes. Some of the highest marks in the history of ranking. Yeah, very impressive. We've very had impressive. Boy Howdy come in and rank. Less impressive. But but high. Eh, yeah, the Russian judge liked him a lot. Eh, of course. Yes. Less impressive. He was here just using us to get close to Scott's service. Right. And today, my dad, Larry Salk, back for your fourth ranking. Is that right? Fourth or fifth. Fourth, oh, fourth or fifth. Excuse me. You're quite the veteran. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I can be just as grumpy as that other guy, by the way. You know that. As Divish? Yeah, no, absolutely. Nope. I don't know. Nope. I don't think so. I think he's grumpier you than sure? you. Really? Yeah. Put I a little chocolate is. and peanut butter, put a little veggies in front of him. You sure? <laughs> the veggie thing there right on the yeah, same right page. On the page right? Yeah, Brock made us these really good veggies last night. He's like, oh, even Divish would like this with all the sauce and this and that. No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I told you. It's no olive chance. oil, garlic, and I use a Lipton onion soup mix. Do you like onion? You're really hiding whatever is underneath that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Are you doing food ranking for us? I see you have notes. I nope. saw they were in your breast pocket there. Yeah, what do I, you got? Well, we're going to be ranking cities that are referenced in songs oh. or bands. Okay. So the names of cities. Do you have? Uh, Where did piece? this idea percolate from? You know what? I don't know. I just was thinking about it the other day, and you said, let's do ranked. And okay. I said, okay, here we go. Well, you said, let's do ranked. But yes, anyway. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> you invited yourself off to rank. But yeah. yeah. All right. Do we have honorable mansion? Yeah, what are your we give we have us honorable, honorable mentions? Right. So um, we only have sound, I think, for your actual top. Five. Right. I'm only going to give you a few honorable mentions. Laura right, right. um, will probably sing them. I'm sure. Okay, this is good. Um, I got Waterloo by ABBA. Ooh, okay. Unexpected. Yeah, got, this is unexpected. Very eclectic list, by the way. So the city is Waterloo. The 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 place is Waterloo. Is it, is it cities or not? It can it can. There is a Waterloo. Larry, is it cities or country? There is a Waterloo, Iowa. Yeah, there is. I've been there. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the one that Abba was talking about. Are you sure? But I can no, no. back that up. Napoleon. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, L.A. Woman by the Doors. L.A. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of L.A.s. There's a lot of L.A.s, yeah. but that's my favorite L.A. song. Okay. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Uh, next one is by The Clash, which would be London London's Calling. Calling. Right? Great call. Great song. Yep. And my last honorable mention would be a real classic. I mean, I don't listen to this if it comes on the radio, but you can't help but I left my heart in San Francisco. Mm. It's got to be, you know, a, leave it out. Yeah. I was going to put in New York, no, New York, but I said I was going no, to. No, you weren't. You liar. <laughs> you built this whole list just to leave it off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just wants to acknowledge it. I just want to acknowledge that I left it off. You want to acknowledge that it's a song, yeah. but that it stinks. Right. Yeah. How about, I mean, I can go way back in time with Tallahassee Lassie. Now, does anybody know that song? Oh, Tallahassee, yeah. You know that song? No. But, <laughs> by Freddie Boom Boom Cannon? <laughs> I know Freddie Boom Boom Cannon. He sang Palisades Park. And he was from? Tallahassee. Nope. No. 
I don't know where Freddie Boom Boom from. New Jersey? He was from Revere. <laughs> he was from Revere. Ah, he was Revere. actually from Revere, Mass. Wow, who should have known? Uh, why known. didn't I know that? Was that number five? That, no. no. Oh. Those are honorable mentions. I'm getting ready for Now, those were all songs. Were there bands that all got honorable mentions? Yes. Um, my honorable mention bands were the Miami Sound Machine. Sure, Gloria Estefan. Right. Yep, the Atlanta, Rhythm, Se- Atlanta, Atlanta Rhythm, Rhythm Section. Atlanta Rhythm Section, right. Yep, they do Spooky. Spooky. That great version yep. of Spooky. Yep. That's a good one. That's underrated. I know. I, I was like thinking, it. I was going to put it in my top three, but I didn't. Mm, no, you did not. Atlanta Rhythm Section. I like that. Good yep. one. That's good. And then how can you leave out John Denver? You can't. Right? You can't. I put it in for you, Brock. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> John Denver. Rocky Mountain. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are other bands that, that should be on there. Are there any bands in your top five? I do. I have Boston. Oh, okay. Well, well the, I didn't know we were. Well, I broke it down. I broke it down oh, between. Uh, uh. I broke it down between cities. Oh, okay. And bands. How many bands do you have? Just I'm just going to name them. Okay. We don't have to get into it. Okay. I've got Boston. Yes. Chicago. Yes. And the Buffalo Springfield. Oh, Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo okay. Spring. Now, by the way, just so you'll know. Buffalo Springfield has nothing to do with the city of Buffalo. No. It has to do with the fact that there was a company called the Buffalo Springfield Roller Company. Wow. They made rollers for farm equipment, and for some reason, they took the name. Your farming background, I'm sure you yes. used quite a bit of that. Yeah. Not the city of Springfield, either. Now, yeah. nope. I mean, that's one's group because it's two different two cities. Two cities in one that's band. That's pretty good. Right. Right. No what Kansas, a, huh? Huh? Well, that's not no a city. Kansas. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. I'm getting to my cities. Okay, all right. Well, that's not a city. The band is a, I understand. Is a state. No. Okay. I'm right. going to do cities but, now. But you didn't get shuffle off to Buffalo, even though you got Buffalo Springfield. You Just, shuffle off to Buffalo a, a song? Or yeah. It is? I think so. Yeah, it's a band. It's a song. It's not a band. I know, but okay. you got Buffalo Springfield. I thought you would have mentioned shuffle no. off to Buffalo. Don't not confuse on. your father. I do, ha- I do have two cities for Brock, but I know he's... You like Glenn Campbell, don't you? Sure. Time I get to Phoenix. Oh yeah, Wichita lineman. Tremendous. I put those in just for you. I, thank you. Okay, <laughs> I love that. Okay. All, All right, we get into top five. I'm We're ready to roll. All right, All right. Okay. number five. Number five. We have sound for this. Number five. I have a I have a tie for number five, but a we're tie. only we're only doing sound for one, correct? Okay. Oh, yes. we can do sound for both. Yeah. Oh, we can. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've got Cashmere, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Wow. Okay. And I've got Kokomo by the Beatles. Top of dates, Cashmere, Washington. I don't know what cashmere is for. <laughs> did, you, did you know that cashmere was only mentioned that. once in the lyrics? That sounds right. Just once. Such a famous riff. Though. I know. And then Kokomo's not even a real place. Kokomo is not a real place. Yes, it is. Right. However, Kokomo, Indiana. And there's a Kokomo in Curacao and also Thank in the you. Fiji Islands. Thank you. <laughs> Right. Yes, there's Kokomo, Indiana. That's Don't right. even mess with him. He's right about that. I am. Okay. okay. Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go down to Kokomo? We'll get there faster than we'll take it slow. That's where you This plays right now. It doesn't play in Seattle, yeah. 39 no, the range. It plays pretty well right here. right now. Okay, good. All right. Number, five. Watch cocktails. Number four. Number four. Last train to Clarksville uh, by the Monkees. I do. Now, do you know where Clarksville is? Illinois. Nope. Indiana. Iowa. No. This particular England. Clarksville Somewhere is, in, in is, is in Tennessee. It's, this is actually a Vietnam protest zone. Yes, it is. Oh. Because the guys that were taking the last train to Clarksville Air Force Base before they huh. were shipped out to overseas. Wow. Last train to Clarksville. Yeah. Huh? Last train to Clarksville. Did you guys go through Clarksville on did your... Not. You did not. <laughs> Didn't do that Have you one. seen his movie he made, by the no, way? No, let's, let's keep let's okay. let Larry. Right. Right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Number right. three. Number three is Deep Purple, Woman from Tokyo. Mm. All right. Smoke in the water, hush. Highway, highway start. Highway start. Yeah, sure. great song. 
How many albums do Purple? Like a thousand. Yeah. In like five different lead singers. Yeah. A lot of iterations. Richie Blackmore, post Richie Blackmore. But one of the great, great bands. I love Deep Purple. That's a good song. Yep. Wow. My Woman from Tokyo. Number two. Unexpected, by the way. Number two. Werewolves of London, yeah. Warren's Evil. Right? I thought this was going to be number one. Well, this would probably be number you, one. You'll agree with my number one when you see it. Just knowing you, I thought this would be number one. No, I mean, this is an iconic song from uh, Color of Money, Paul Newman. Yes. And, uh, this would be a good song Tom Cruise. for you and Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. His hair was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Oh. Yep, all right, so that's number two. All right. Number well, I'm one. trying to figure out what number. Do you know what it is, Justin? I'm trying to figure out what number one it is. Knows. He's not going to tell you. No, I wasn't sure if he, he had to sign it. an NDA before I would come on. Right, makes sense. <laughs> or in the brownies wouldn't be delivered if I didn't. So, <laughs> number one. Number one. Number one. Bob Seger. Ah. Uh, Catmandu. Now you could have gone with Bob Seger. Get out of debt. I thought of that. That's another I thought of that. But this is this is to me is a classic song. Bob Seger never had a number one hit single except for Shakedown. Is that true? Yes. Is that something you did? No, I, I, I was going to make it. Actually, I thought it was true, but I know that you would question me on it. Uh-huh. So, I, so you I, looked it up. I double checked that. Okay. And it's definitely Shakedown. Shakedown from uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. 2. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So those are, that was wow, my, what a list. Yeah. Justin, did he miss anything or was that pretty thorough? So prepared. That's yeah. what I really like. There's yeah. a lot of thought. There's no misses because, it, unlike us, we do it right. 20 minutes for a Steve Miller Band from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. Steve Miller but that's Band. not in the name. That's not in the name of the song. This was only We're getting titles. some, uh, how about Al- uh, um, Alabama, Larry Nose. But Alabama, Kansas. this wasn't states. Wasn't, yeah. Yeah, wasn't These states. weren't states. No. No. These were six. Come on, people. Kansas City, baby. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. I thought you might have. Uh, I have actually, view. how about Going to Kansas City by Wilbur Harrison, yeah. which was the, the original version of that? How about that in your head? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Thursday edition of Old Men Singing on the Radio. <laughs> I mean, for, any, for anybody who's over 60, they might right. even remember Battle of New Orleans by Johnny Horton. Yes. Uh, well, it's a big over 60 crowd. That's the, that's the audience we're going <laughs> to. Right. So I'm glad that you're helping us reach the uh, the elder generation that's no longer in the demo. That's why you asked me to come on. It's, well, or why you asked yourself. <laughs> you could come on. Hey, what day do you want me? Very uh, strong. I guess strong. Thursday or Friday, strong whatever, whatever works with your softball schedule. That's what it was. What'd you go yesterday? Four for six? Three, uh, three for six. Three for six. Yeah. Good. You get any extra base power in there? No. Now, when you guys hit a double, yeah. you know, these guys all have a move, right? Like Dominic Canzone does this yeah, thing, uh, chef's kiss. Uh, do you have a move, uh, something you do when you hit a double? No, but I will tell you that if you hit a triple, you have to, you have to ask the guy who's going to hit next to take one take one ball so you can have an extra 10 or 15 o- seconds. There's automatic oxygen tank that comes breath. out when you hit a triple. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Great stuff You're as welcome. always. I love you. Uh, and my mom is here as well. She brought brownies. Yep. Stick around for Bump and Stacy. They'll be coming up next. We'll have Dominic Canzone, the body show to Tomorrow we'll have uh, the best of our week and some of the great cuts, and we're still hoping to maybe try to track down Ty France. So we'll catch you guys tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Until then, the hay is in the bar bar. See everybody. Well, you don't get that. Oh, sorry, sorry. The hay. Oh, I didn't oh. say it. I was waiting for Brock. <laughs>